You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. It can be easy when you look at channels like mine and you know other people out there on YouTube or on the internet talking about minimalism and how to declutter this and that and how to learn to live with less. It can be easy to stop and think, well, why would I want to do that? And so while I have definitely mentioned a lot of the benefits and how living with less has just greatly enhanced my life over the years, today I just want to dedicate an entire video to talking about the benefits of minimalism or just the benefits of living with less stuff in general, because there are some legitimate benefits. Curating a home environment that's going to bring more clarity and breathability and just room for inspiration is obviously going to impact your energy and your happiness levels on the back end. Now, hopefully we can all at least agree that our environments are impactful, that they do impact our energy level our happiness, and just how we feel on a daily basis. So in this, we're really talking about, well, what about minimalism and living with less specifically? How does that make you feel? How does that alter your life at all? And so here are some of the things that I feel like most minimalists will attest to experiencing as a byproduct of living with less stuff. First of all, adhering to a more minimalist lifestyle greatly enhances your finances. I know a lot of people just naturally think that minimalism is for the rich or the privileged, but actually the opposite is true. You end up just saving a ton more money when you get rid of that clog to your financial artery, as I like to call it, which is your clutter. Now, in the beginning stages, you might make more money because you're selling your stuff. So you might find that you have a new, even though it might be small, stream of income just in the process of getting rid of the clutter that you currently have. I've been able to sell an entire room's worth of furniture in order to purchase an entire new room's worth of furniture. I mean, it really just depends on what you have and what you're looking for, but you can definitely gain an income from selling your stuff. Now, beyond that, you're gonna find that you're a lot more intentional about your purchases because there's no way to practice minimalism and not be. That doesn't necessarily mean that you'll never shop or you'll just no longer have a use for things at all, but you're going to be more intentional about it. You're gonna spend and invest in higher quality because you're not buying as much, right? Number two is that you're going to find less stress and overwhelm. And this is probably what brings most people to searching for a more minimalist life or home in general is because the clutter just gets so overwhelming and so stressful. I have an entire blog post on scientific research that's shown how clutter negatively impacts us, that having excess clutter and too much stuff in real time increases the cortisol levels that are in your blood and can be tested in your saliva. So many research studies have shown this to be the case, that while people, particularly particularly women, were dealing with numerous belongings and trying to take care of their belongings, their cortisol levels would spike. It really leads to an overall more tense existence, even for the people around you. You know, it's like when one person can't find their keys or can't find the tweezers and they're getting stressed out, all of a sudden everybody around them is brought into that stress and now people are stressed <laughs> because tension is contagious. But when a home is clutter-free, 
free and people aren't randomly stubbing their toes on stuff and moving things out of the way in order to sit down and, you know, losing stuff and piles of other stuff, the family tension just naturally seems to drop. Number three is that it makes cleaning easier, which just makes sense, right? You have less stuff to move out of the way, less stuff to dust off, less stuff in general to take care of, like piles of laundry and sinks and counters filled with dishes. I've used that meme many times that says minimalism because I hate to clean because that's how I feel. I'm not somebody who enjoys cleaning and minimalism is not the same thing as cleaning, which is confusing for a lot of people for some reason, but it does make the process of cleaning much easier to deal with. Less hidden dust and concealed spills that you find whenever you lift up that trinket that's been sitting on a counter and you see all the sticky liquid that's underneath it. Way less trapped moisture that can happen behind especially large pieces of clutter that you might have congregated over in a corner somewhere. It can lead to mildew and mold. Vacuuming can be done without a moving party and even fewer spider webs. Now, a lot of those things that I just mentioned regarding cleaning also kind of hint to number four, which is improved health. Now, aside from all of the many health detriments that stress has been proven to cause, like high blood pressure, anxiety and depression, you know, rapid breathing, rapid heart rates, headaches and heartburn and digestive issues, well, the physical impacts of clutter on your space itself can make you sick. So essentially, your clutter can make you sick. Think about the lovely decorated shelf that has all of your family pictures strewn about it. It has the spare change that random people have put from their pockets and just, you know, random trinkets. All of those little things taking up space on the surface is going to mean that you're probably not thoroughly cleaning it very often because let's face it, that would be a lot of work to have to remove all of these things in order to remove the dust, which means that it's probably collecting more dust on a regular basis. Now, we all know that dust carries dust mites and it just leads to generally feeling bad, like difficulty breathing, allergy attacks, and even asthma attacks if you're somebody who suffers from asthma. So now consider what happens when you collect a lot of clutter in areas that are prone to be high in bacteria. So the kitchen or the bathroom, areas that might collect things like salmonella or E. coli or a variety of different bacteria and diseases that can be picked up in those types of spaces. Number five is that minimalism helps the environment. The one big home that we all share and where we all live. And I do think that we are starting to become more socially and eco-conscious. I know some people resist it more than others, but in general, we try to do what we can to take care of the planet, right? I personally think that the earth is a pretty cool place. Well, the long and short of it is that less clutter in our home space equals less clutter later on down the line in our landfills. Imagine that. Less junk means less junk. Practicing clutter-free living in general just helps us to become a less invasive species. So let's switch over to number six, which is that your productivity and efficiency tend to soar when you're practicing minimalism. Just take a look around the room that you're in right now and try to mentally absorb each item and each belonging that you see. It might be a little bit overwhelming, but each belonging that we own take something from us or it requires something of us. We have to maintain it. We have to clean it. You know, we have to recharge it. It requires your money, your time, and your energy, but it also requires your attention, especially if it's present in your visual field. Princeton University did a research study that showed that visual stimuli present in the visual field, so things that you can see that are regularly in your visual field of sight, 
competes for your brain's resources, limiting the processing power. So think of your brain like a computer and all of the clutter as being all of the little things and little processes that are bogging it down, making it slow light dial up. Not to mention the time and the energy that goes into constant tidying and cleaning up. You know, you might feel just really energized to go do something productive and to sit down at your desk and work. But by the time you've cleaned off the space and washed all the mugs that were there previously, well, now all of that good energy is already gone. And let's be honest, a lot of people use tidying as a method of procrastinating. We talked about finances a bit, but number seven is about the quality of your space, owning higher quality things, bringing the focus to the things that you truly value or that are really worth bringing the focus to because you're not drowning your space and all of the excess and the extra clutter that's really not important and maybe not even visually appealing to look at. So having less not only encourages you to purchase and to own higher quality, but it also highlights the higher quality items that you already own. Number eight, living with less can actually help other people. Now this can be like in the most basic sense of when you're moving and you require family members to come help you move furniture, they're going to be thankful that they don't have as much stuff to move. But also things like, you know, the Swedish death cleaning that you may have heard of, where people who are retired or who are getting older start to go through all of their decades worth of belongings so that their kids aren't having to make those decisions and to go through all of that stuff. It kind of removes the burden for the future generations. So a lot of people are kind of gearing and leaning in that direction and seeing that having less stuff actually does help other people. Now, I mean, that's aside from being able to sell somebody something that they wouldn't be able to afford at regular cost or donating things for charities who can be able to use that money to help other people. It lightens the load for people around you so that they don't feel like they need to be keeping up with the Joneses, so to speak. Like they don't need to be living a certain affluent lifestyle where they're constantly shopping just to be able to keep up with what you're doing. You know, it allows us to just be more authentic as people. And it allows our children to see and learn from us that material things really don't make you happy, at least not in the long run and not on a deep core important level. And finally, number nine is that there's just so much freedom that comes in living a minimalist lifestyle and learning to live with less and be happy with less. There's freedom from just that constant drive of wanting and needing more. You know, there's freedom from all of the obligations and responsibilities to tend to pay for and maintain all of the stuff that you already have. I mean, hello, laundry day. <laughs> if you don't have to spend two full days doing laundry, that's already a win. You've got more freedom. There's freedom in learning to enjoy right where you are and exactly what you have. So there are so many benefits and so much value in learning to live with less stuff and in learning to even practice a more minimalist lifestyle. If you need a little help getting there, you need a little help creating a really supportive, holistic, clutter-free space, my free masterclass is finally back open. We've had it down for many months now, but we've reopened the door to it and it's a totally free workshop that you can watch on demand. So I will leave the link for that down in the description. I'll chat with you here next week.